48K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Aaron Tam. Tonight's headlines. Hong Kong has reported a slight drop in COVID cases along with nearly 100 deaths. Experts have recommended that people aged 60 or above get a fourth dose of COVID vaccine. And Chief Executive Carrie Lam says she's relaxing requirements for companies to apply for funds under the wage subsidy scheme. Hong Kong reported 2,644 COVID infections today, a slight drop from the day before. All but 12 were local cases. Health authorities also reported 97 more deaths, including a 27-year-old asthma patient who fainted at home yesterday. A chief manager with the hospital authority, Lau Kahin, said the man had been admitted to hospital for three days last month due to an asthma attack. He was allowed to be discharged on 18th of March, and then after he was discharged, the result of the COVID-19 PCR test was came back to be a positive with CT value 42.7. It was uh, very low infectivity. Actually, we discharged the patient when the patient has uh, low CT value, as low as in, in the range of 30. So the patient is not infective at this moment. Health experts are recommending that people who are 60 or older be allowed to get a fourth COVID-19 jab. They noted that most deaths in the current Omicron outbreak have been among people in this age group. Here's Natalie Ching. Expert committees under the Center for Health Protection say local data showed that three doses are already highly effective in reducing COVID deaths and hospitalization among adults. But they set a booster for those aged 60 and over at least three months after their third jab will offer better protection. After a meeting with government advisers, the experts also agreed that the vaccine can be safely given to people who have previously been infected, and there's no need to do COVID screening before a jab is administered. They said previously infected people should be allowed to get jabs from a month after their recovery. The experts also raised no objections to the idea of giving people COVID jabs at the same time as flu shots or childhood immunization vaccines. The government says it's relaxing requirements for the employment support scheme to include big companies and businesses as well. Last month, officials proposed a new round of the subsidy scheme to help small and medium-sized firms keep workers who earn less than $30,000 a month, with each company getting $24,000 over three months to help pay for the salary of each eligible worker. Today, Chief Executive Carrie Lamb says bigger businesses with a maximum of 8,000 employees can apply for the scheme too. Mrs. Lamb spoke through an interpreter. We don't think um, uh, we should um, give full subsidy um, to uh, mega uh, corporations, for example, a major um, catering uh, chain or franchise bus companies. Uh, it is not possible for us to subsidize um, all 5,000 or 6,000 employees. So uh, we think the 1,000 maximum headcount is, re- is reasonable. I don't see why they would uh, fire um, employees on top of that amount because they still have to operate. National Security Police say they've charged two people, a 59-year-old man and a 67-year-old woman, each with a count of uttering seditious words a day after they were arrested. The male suspect also faces an additional count of doing acts with seditious intent. The pair will appear at the West Kowloon Magistrate's Courts tomorrow morning. They were among six taken away by police yesterday morning. People have been collecting their $5,000 in consumption vouchers through registered e-wallets, including Alipay HK, Tap and & Go, and WeChat Pay. 
People who opted to use Octopus have been getting $4,000 by tapping their cards. They can collect the remaining $1,000 as soon as June the 16th, provided they've spent the first installment. Lawrence Wan is in charge of retail property leasing at CBRE Hong Kong. He believes the vouchers will boost the ailing retail sector, but probably not right away. Uh, definitely, it will help um, the the retail spending uh, atmosphere in Hong Kong uh, with the 66 billion uh, consumption voucher releasing uh, in the upcoming Q2 and Q3. Uh, definitely, it will help. Uh, however, uh, with the first batch to be released by today, uh, we will foresee that the effect will come out probably after the Easter holidays when the um, social distance measure is eased. And now the weather, it will be fine and dry. The minimum temperature will be about 21 degrees tomorrow. The outlook, fine and dry in the next few days. Temperature now is 22 degrees with humidity at 62%. You're tuned to RTHK. The time is 5 minutes past 11. Hong Kong will be left without anyone formally acting as the number two official for the time being as Beijing considers John Lee's request to resign to pave the way for a run at the top job. The chief executive told a press conference that there was no constitutional requirement to immediately name a replacement and that Beijing would consider Mr. Lee's resignation and his proposed replacement at the same time. Even though this is a departure from past practice, Carrie Lam said having Beijing consider both issues together is more My only responsibility is to successfully hold the sixth term chief executive election. We're talking about the office of the chief secretary, which is number two in the government, and placed the chief executive's role when I'm away from office. Indeed, there have been acting appointments on the same day chief secretaries resigned, but I think it is more appropriate to handle it together with John Lee's resignation this time. The central government is considering both cases now. Don't worry everyone. Even without a chief secretary, there will still be someone doing the work. A former president of Baptist University's student union has been sentenced to nine months in prison for resisting arrest and perverting the course of justice in relation to the purchase of laser pointers during the 2019 protests. Frank Young reports. Keith Fong had been in custody since the district court convicted him of the two charges in February. He was, however, cleared of possessing laser pointers, which were often shown at officers during the protests. Fong had been accused of resisting arrest when an officer spotted him buying 10 pointers and obstructing police investigations by resetting his phone. In sentencing, Judge Douglas Yao dismissed the defense's plea for leniency, saying Fong's actions had been premeditated and only imprisonment could have a deterrent effect. Fong has been ordered to serve nine months concurrently for the two offenses. To Shanghai, where authorities have been converting the National Exhibition and Convention Center into the city's largest makeshift hospital, offering 40,000 beds for COVID-19 patients with mild or no symptoms. State media says the refurbishing will be completed by tomorrow. The number of new infections in Shanghai rose by almost 3,000 to just under 20,000. The new record comes as authorities admit they're struggling to meet people's daily needs amid an indefinite lockdown there. Natalie Cheng reports. Tens of thousands of medical staff have now been deployed to Shanghai to fight the Omicron outbreak, as the city's 26 million people remain locked down for another round of PCR or rapid antigen tests. 
At a news conference, Shanghai's vice mayor Chen Tong admitted that the delivery of daily necessities to citizens have been disrupted by the strict measures. But he said authorities will do all they can do to ensure residents have the supplies they need. Shanghai has enough stocks of rice, noodle, food, oil and meat. We also have a stable supply of vegetables and pork from outside the city that can be shipped anytime to Shanghai. But because of the control measures, supermarkets and vegetable markets are unable to operate normally and online platforms have apparently failed to deliver well. Vice Premier Sun Chunlan is in Shanghai overseeing the city's anti-epidemic efforts. She said work needs to be sped up on building isolation and quarantine facilities for COVID patients and their close contacts. She also said Shanghai must continue to live up to its role as the country's economic, financial, trade and maritime center. The city reported 19,660 local asymptomatic infections and 322 symptomatic ones, up from a total COVID case load of 17,077 on Wednesday. That pushed the country's daily tally of asymptomatic coronavirus cases up to 21,700. But the National Health Commission reported new patients with symptoms dropped to 1,284 nationwide from 1,383. A study of more than a million people who have had COVID in Sweden found an increased risk of serious blood clots, lasting up to six months after their infection. The BBC's Philippa Roxby has the details. People who've been treated in intensive care for COVID-19 have 290 times the risk of developing a blood clot in the lung than they normally would, according to this study. They also have a 30-fold greater risk of deep vein thrombosis, or blood clots in the leg. Even those with mild infections had a slightly raised risk. The researchers from Sweden said their study highlighted the importance of being vaccinated against COVID-19 and the use of drugs to prevent dangerous blood clots. Ukraine's foreign minister has said either NATO helps Ukraine now or its help will be too late. Following a meeting of the alliance's foreign ministers in Brussels, Dmitro Kuleba said discussion had not been about the list of weapons Ukraine would get, but the timeline for when they would be given. I am uh, cautiously optimistic about the outcomes of, of our discussions. And I'm looking for the, the allies hurt us. I was very specific in the requests and uh, the timeline that these requests should be accommodated. Before the talks, NATO's Secretary General said the alliance would address Ukraine's need for more air defense systems and anti-tank weapons. The World Health Organization says it has documented nearly 100 attacks on healthcare facilities, including hospitals, clinics and ambulances, as well as medical workers in Ukraine. Its Europe Regional Director Hans Kluge said about half of all pharmacies in the country are believed to be closed and 1,000 health facilities are near conflict areas. We have prepared for different eventualities, anticipating that health challenges will get worse before they get better. But as WHO's long history and experience shows, they will eventually get better. The life-saving medicine Ukraine needs right now is peace. Australia's largest city, Sydney, has received more than an average month's worth of rainfall in one day. One resident in the south of the city said the flooding was a new experience. 
I've never seen it run this fast before ever. It's just, and this is supposed to be relatively low tide, um, and it's up quite high at the moment. Our property's up quite high, so there's not much danger of us being flooded, but um, for those properties that are a bit lower, it's, it's a, real, a real worry. A court in Turkey has confirmed that the trial of 26 suspects linked to the killing of the Saudi journalist Jamal Hashoji will be moved to the Saudi capital Riyadh. The BBC's Sebastian Asher reports. The trial in Turkey has been going on for two years with all defendants in absentia. It's been seen by those demanding justice over the brutal murder of Jamal Khashoggi in the Saudi consulate in Istanbul in 2018 as a means of achieving some accountability. The Turkish government originally led the campaign against the Saudis and in particular Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, who's widely perceived as being implicated in the killing despite his denials. Back then, relations between Turkey and Saudi Arabia were hostile, but that has changed, with Ankara keen to rebuild bridges in the region to help its faltering economy. Sport and in football, Real Madrid have taken a giant step towards booking a place in the final four of the Champions League after thrashing holders Chelsea 3-1 in the first leg of the quarterfinals at Stamford Bridge. Frenchman Karim Benzema was unstoppable, scoring a hat-trick for the visitors and earning praise from his boss, Carlo Ancelotti. Benzema is a really complete, not striker player, because Benzema, of course, uh, scored a lot of goals, and for this is really important, but for sure he he helped a lot. The team in possession, he moved, he's always in the right position. We are really happy and lucky to have him. Chelsea manager Thomas Tuchel says his team needs to quickly rediscover their form. We have to find our level back, and I don't know where it is. But uh, since national break, the, the first half is a is a um, is a repetition of the of the second half against Brentford and in a, in a quarter final against Real Madrid. Um, so far, of our our level in absolutely everything, what the game demands, that you you cannot expect a result from this kind of performance. And uh, we have to get the things ready for Saturday and don't think about uh, Bernabeu today because on Saturday we face, we face Southampton and if we continue to play like this, we will not get a point there. In the other quarterfinal first leg, Villarreal were 1-0 winners over six-time champs Bayern Munich. A reminder of our top stories tonight. A Hong Kong has reported a slight drop in COVID cases along with nearly a hundred deaths. Experts have recommended that people aged 60 or above get a fourth dose of COVID vaccine. And Chief Executive Carrie Lam says she's relaxing requirements for companies to apply for funds under the wage subsidy scheme. The news from RTHK. RTHK. Radio 3 I'd like to thank the guy Who wrote the song That made my baby fall in love with me Who put the bump in the bump 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 Who put the rhyme in the rama lama ding dong Who put the bop in the bop shabop shabop Who put the dip in the dip 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 Who was that man? I'd like to shake his hand. He made my baby fall in love with me. Yeah. When my baby heard, every word went right into her heart. 
bop, shabop. Who caught the dip in the dip, did it, did it? Who was that man? I'd like to shake his hand. He made my baby fall in love with me. Yeah. Each time that we're alone, boogity, 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 shoot. Sets my baby's heart all aglow. And every time we dance to dip, 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 she always says she loves me so. So who put the ball in the ball, 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 ball? Who put the ram in the ramalama ding dong? Who put the bop in the bop, shoo bop, shoo bop? Who put the dip in the dip, 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 Who was that? And my honey, ramalama ding dong, forever. And when I say dip, 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 you know I mean it from the bottom of my boogity, boogity, boogity shoe. Opening our second hour this Thursday night. Quirky little thing from Barry Mann, by the way, who put the bump in the bump, bump, bump. This one brings us the crystals. And to one and all, a very good evening. Crystals, of course, and Do Ron Ron. If you'd like a song of your own, it's Radio Pete 